And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all of the life that happens between them. It looks loud enough now. It does look loud enough now. <laughs> Quite. Yes. On the screen with the little yes. thing that looks like a lie detector. <laughs> <laughs> Are you familiar with lie detectors? No, only from the movies. You know? Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Must be the spy book I was listening to in the car. Could be. Yeah. You like to listen to books. Yeah. You do a lot of driving and it's nice. Yeah, I could do podcasts, but there's this whole, you know, getting it all set up every time you get in and out of the car. Yeah. I don't have a, like, Bluetooth automatic. So, number three child, and we started to discuss in our last episode but then the microphone went wonky, that our number three child took third place at the spelling bee. She did. Yay! Good job. She's smart. She is, with all the vowels. <laughs> S-M-R-T, S-M-R-T. Okay, Homer. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and it was funny because, so she was the winner from the kindergarten division at her school, but, you know... That was kindergarten, and there are five other grades at the school. Mm -hmm. So there were five other representatives from her school, all of whom she knew because she had seen them all in the preliminary spelling bee testing thing. Mm -hmm. And one of them was apparently a little girl that she plays with on the playground and at the before and after school care program. And this little girl and her mom... They were very happy to see our number three child and happy to see somebody, you know, that their kid recognized and they could have a, you know, friendly time with while they're waiting for their turn. And Yeah, the kids get happy to see each other. They do. And the mom is, you know, making small talk with me and, you know, what's your spouse do? And That's not what she said, though. Huh? No, she said, what's your husband do? Yeah, you you were... And messing with her. <laughs> I was, and I, <laughs> I almost feel guilty. I was like, I'm like, don't even apologize. You, you don't, you don't <laughs> feel bad. And you know, she asked what I do, and I'm a teacher, and oh, her husband's a teacher, and do I know so and so at such and such other school? And then, oh, she's a part-time housekeeper. She cleans houses. And takes her child with her. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, okay, good. Props to you. Mm -hmm. And then she says, oh, yeah, and I listen to podcasts while I'm cleaning houses. And I say, oh, which ones do you listen to? <laughs> and she says, oh, you know, TED Talks. And do you listen to podcasts? And I say, oh, yes. And she asks me which ones I take. And I say, oh, I listen to a lot of NPR and Rachel Maddow and Anderson Cooper and a lot of news. And she says, oh, I listen to some news too, mostly Fox, because I want to get a balanced view of things. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I, I I bit my tongue at that point because I, I didn't, didn't. <laughs> want to alienate my kid's one friend at this big district-wide competition. Mm -hmm. But I'm thinking, I, I quit paying attention to Fox News when they quit 
using actual facts. Right. Even so, at that point, I come back with, oh, yeah, and I also, you know, listen to a lot of gay and transgender podcasts, and she looks around the room like, can you say that in a room full of children? <laughs> it was the Fox News thing that just made you. Oh, I just had to go there had, after had, that. Had to do, yeah, you had to do it then. Oh, right? yeah, I did. Good I for did. You. Go ahead. <laughs> Fairly harmless. Yes. And then, you know, she's asking me about my spouse, and I regularly, she, she said husband. Mm -hmm. And I said spouse every time. And she didn't know what to do with you. And I said they every time, never he or she. Uh -huh. And I showed her a picture of our whole family at the wedding because she was asking about the older kids. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, yes, this is George. And these two are George's kids. And these two are my kids. And we're a happy blended family. And it's kind of awesome. Uh-huh. And what did she say about... And I think actually about, uh... just just for the fun of messing with her head i called you georgie a couple of times <laughs> i like effing with people i'm shaking my head sorry so anyway she's like oh okay and talking family and kids and so on and mm -hmm. one more time at the very end of our conversation as we're all going off to our grade level division rooms she said, can I get your phone number and we can schedule a play date? And I said, oh, yeah, here, no problem. And I gave her my number and gave her actually my card. And then she said before she left, she made sure to check. Oh, and what was your spouse's name again? Mm -hmm. George. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like she was checking one last time that you had a manly name. Mm -hmm. Well, you know. She just was trying to figure it out the whole time after you told her what kind of podcast you were listening to. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was thinking. Did you tell her queer and queerer? That would, you know, kind of be a fairly explainable mm -hmm. flavor but to, to her, but maybe transponder might be like, what? Yeah. Because that would, you know, she just might chuck it up to technology rather than, yeah. you know queerness so anyhow they were going again for like two or three episodes and then they weren't and i haven't heard from them again transponder mm -hmm. yeah i listened to that that uh a couple newer ones mm -hmm. well you know once in a while we'll probably hear from them probably we yeah. hope yeah that would be good we got some time away from children mm-hmm which, you know, numbers one and three are at their dad's for half of summer break. That That's what's so hard about having number two child is he, he doesn't have anybody to play with. I mean, we borrow kids. We tr You know, you take them with to the gym because there's usually kids there to play with. Mm -hmm. But for somebody for him to play with, I mean, come on. We're both like these... Old people with rules. Yeah. We're really no fun. <laughs> we are not fun. We play a game once in a while. We do a few things, but I mean... If he's lucky, we we'll play a game of Go Fish or... We we try. We try, but we're not kids. We are we not kids. We have all these freaking rules all the time about, you know, what you can do and what you can't do and why and so forth. Mm-hmm. But so does summer school. Yes. And the poor guy has to go to summer school. Yes. So I, I feel for him. I want him to have a little more fun for his summer. Mm-hmm. Not just in front of the TV, because that never helps. 
And I'm excited for him because I've seen a lot of cognitive progress that looks like words being spelled wrong and letters being spelled backwards. And it sounds like baby talk and more silly speech. But that often happens when kids make a cognitive development to assimilate it. They express it in a m almost regressive way. Mm-hmm. It's not uncommon when a kid is four or five that they start actually understanding sounds and letters and symbolism and not just seeing a letter as a picture to copy, that they'll start drawing it upside down or backwards. Mm -hmm. He had just gotten them right, and now he's starting to flip them around again, mm -hmm. which is great. Yes. He's doing it. That's... The, the dog. dog is pressing against the door to try and get in. Yeah, he's he's having problems. Mm, we'll come to him in a minute. Yeah. We'll talk about the problem we're still talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I was glad you could explain the baby talk thing, because that, you know, he, makes he, me shake my head every time. I'm like, why? Because he's understanding more about conversational English and not just expressive English. And I do think some of it is the fact that because he is in a special ed classroom, he does sometimes pick up some of those extra special behaviors. Yeah. But we can always remind him, talk like a big boy. Talk like you're seven. Mm -hmm. And, and he, he does. does. He does. He understands what's going on. Right. Yes, and I'm excited to see him spell things wrong because I know that he's sounding them out and thinking of the letters and then mm -hmm. writing it. And that is great. It is. And even though he has a long-ass last name. Poor child. Your last name hyphenated with your ex's last name. Mm -hmm. 26 letters. I don't. And a hyphen in the middle. Something. Yeah. And he's sounding it out, which, you know, I mean, yes, every teacher wants the kid to spell their own name correctly. But he's sounding shit out. <laughs> you know, yeah. seven going on four. Yeah. So, yeah, he's doing that, and, and I wonder how much of it is attributed to his ability because of the meds. Mm -hmm. I think there's a, a, a percentage of that. Yes. There's certainly a percentage of summer school because there's not very many kids in summer school. Uh-huh. It's all only the special ed kids. Yes, and there's and it's if you said yes and sent your, and are sending your kid every, every day, mm -hmm. the four days a week that it's open. Yeah. Some people don't do it because no. it, their work schedules don't allow them to have that odd transportation in the middle of the day if you don't have some other way to handle yeah, it. Yeah, because summer school is only in the mornings. It's a half-day program. But it's summer school. You know, like Grandma said, are you having fun in summer school? And he goes, Ugh, summer school. Can you see what's wrong with that? <laughs> and she's Look at it, and I'm like, whoa, because he's having a conversation. <laughs> he's actually having a conversation, which is kind of he's amazing. not talking at you or asking for something. Yes. He's it's great. He's talking with you. Yes. I love that. So, you know. And I'll take it, even if it does incorporate some baby talk. Yes. And he'll probably phase out of that, since there is a reasoning behind it. Mm-hmm. You know. Some of it will will probably surface once in a while, because... As you said, as he's in special ed classes, there are some other kids who do these things and they get a certain amount of attention for it. And, and you know. I've seen the program that he's in and they incorporate every kid that is 
even remotely capable of mainstreaming. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot of kids for whom baby talk is what they have. Yeah. But still, he's he's going to pick it up here and there, and we can just reinforce you're a seven-year-old and you're a capable seven-year-old, so please talk like one. Right. And, and he does. He's got, he's got no front teeth. <laughs> and then he's got one big tooth coming in right, right you know, almost, not quite in the middle. Almost. But almost, because, you know, his mouth is only so big because he's seven. <laughs> and it's it probably affects the way you try to talk, too. Uh-huh. I would think. Yeah, and I noticed that with uh, number three, too, the way she was trying to talk with one big front tooth missing. She lost one of her pirate teeth. I was kind of sad to see it go, though, because I was hoping it would stay there for a little while longer, and I might have to take her back to the dentist and have a spacer put in, because I don't think it's going to be replaced anytime soon. I think the dentist is on the agenda. We need to make some appointments. We do. But that's okay. Speaking of the small mammals that we care for. They're, they're small humans and they're small. Pointy-headed creatures. Uh, yeah. doggy, doggy A passed a while ago, but Doggy B and Doggy C are still going strong. Doggy B is doing better ever since she had an eye surgery and had her teeth cleaned at the same time. Getting that, like, constantly, you know, on the edge of... Not an infection, but a, pro- a problematic, you know, lump on their eye. Uh, skin tag. Yeah, skin tag on her lower eyelid. Ugh. And then getting her teeth clean because she's old mm-hmm. and she has a hard time swallowing anyway. So Yeah, just she's having... having tracheal collapse. Yeah, so fixing the teeth and the eye thing, she's healthier and she's happier. Yes, she's more comfortable. She is more comfortable and she hasn't lost her mind, unlike Doggy C. Doggy C has Alzheimer's. He's got the doggy sundowners. That's what they call it. But I'd it seems to be daytime right now. he's old and batty. Because he's he's really clingy when he is awake. Mm-hmm, which I, is most often around, what, 3 a.m.? Well, last night I did leave our door open and put the gate there just to see if he was still up to his usual antics, and I confirmed that probably somewhere between 12 and 2, although I didn't look at the clock, I'm guessing. Fair. And got up and closed the door. Mm-hmm. And then I, wa- I wished I-, I could open the window, but I knew he'd go around to the window and squeak at us through the window. <sighs> yeah, so when we all go to bed, he he gets up and decides that he's lonely and we should get back up. And we dealt with this in Doggy A by giving her... 5-HTP and melatonin and other natural-ish sleep-assistive pills. Yes, and she was slightly different, mm-hmm. although it was a thing that was going to keep you awake. She would We'd go all go bark. to bed, and, and she'd wait till we were all settled in our beds, and then she'd go out and bark. Mm-hmm. And the other two dogs would lay there like, uh, nope, nothing there. But what she was probably hearing was whatever was going on in her head. She's old and deaf, too, you know, so... Any yeah. internal sounds would be amplified. She was going to protect the perimeter, and just in case there was something she wasn't hearing, she was going to bark at it. Mm-hmm. So she'd go outside and bark, and then we'd say, go to bed, and she couldn't hear you, so I'd have to go find her and tell her to go to bed. And so the melatonin worked. Yes. And she'd go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, she'd do it again a few hours later. Mm-hmm. Without the melatonin. Right. So we tried that with him. Mm-hmm. Nope. Melatonin did not work for Doggy C. 5-HTP did not work for Doggy C. Um, so we we looked up some stuff. 
and what I googled showed Anapril. But when I took him to the vet, the vet said, that's a heart medicine, and I've never used it for this problem. What about Benadryl? And I said, oh, no, no. We tried Benadryl. Benadryl, I gave him three. She says, how many? I said, three. He's like 60 pounds. That should knock him on his ass. Mm -hmm. She said, has Benadryl ever made him sleepy? I said, no. He, he takes it for his reverse sneeze, which sounds like a... <laughs> Like they're going to hack themselves up from one end to the other. <laughs> it does. You, it's you know, horrible. Turn themselves inside out. This, the, the wording reverse sneeze, though, it just sounds like... That's what they call it. A bad cover band. Reverse sneeze. Yeah. Benadryl, no. Melatonin, no. 5-HTP, no. Rescue remedy, no. He is anxious. We all go to bed and he, he gets very anxious. She gave him a prescription. Okay. For a drug called Reconcile. Reconcile. And That uh, sounds like a bad metal band. <laughs> well, or a bad Christian metal band, I think. Oh, you know, that's even worse. Music yes. Music from hell. Thank you. Um, <laughs> we looked at the bottle, and it says fluoxetine. And I'm like, I know that that's Prozac. I'm going to make sure this. I think and, this is And Prozac. I went into our medicine cabinet and looked at number one child's pills. And yes, there we go, fluoxetine. Yes, but but our number one child doesn't take capsules. No, he doesn't. Because because he's autistic. Yes. <laughs> because capsules have extra air in them, and there's something about swallowing a gel cap with the powder in it that. By the time it starts to dissolve in his esophagus and he can taste the air coming back up in the burps. And it's that weird tactile thing that some spectrum nobody kids... Else. Yeah, nobody else is going to sense it. But kids on the spectrum are just overly sensitive. And so he takes tablets of Thank everything. Thank God they make tablets. Yes. Yes. Is is Doggy C's pill tablets or capsules? It's, it's capsules. And it's more expensive than our son's medication because... You know, there's no um, insurance. Oh, there is no insurance. You are That's correct. That's a problem. So we, pr I think we can probably double check if he stays on this med, which I don't know if he will, because he seems, to me, he seems fairly anxious during the day now. Mm-hmm. So I don't and know. But you have to give it a side effect of Prozac. They said give it a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. So we we want to do that, but. If it's not that, she better have looked up the Anapril because she promised she would, and that's mm -hmm. why. Mm -hmm. That's what I got when I Googled. I'm probably going to Google it again just because I'm like, what do you mean you never heard of this? If you if you Google doggy sundowners, doggy dementia, dog won't go to sleep. You come up with this, yeah. Yeah, so go Google it and then talk to your colleagues and figure out why people are doing that. Yeah. So, yeah, he takes Prozac. Yeah. I, re I remember hearing a long time ago they would give that to pets. Hmm. Well, Doggy A almost ended up on it because she was so anxious. And then we got Doggy B, and then she settled down because she had somebody else to take care of all day instead of wreck the house for us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Somebody else to keep an eye on. Yeah. Somebody else to pester her. <laughs> yeah.
We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! Now we have the podcast with the dinging sounds in the background, thanks to your <laughs> ten contraptions plugged into each other over there. And they're not even plugged into the computer because I didn't no, want there. No, they're just plugged into each other. <laughs> I see that. They got their own thing going on. Yes, I unplugged the hub from the computer because I didn't want the electrical fields to interfere with the microphone. And they do that. I don't know why, but if something else is plugged in, it makes everything go... Yeah. Does it at work? Uh, my computer starts making a broken TARDIS sound when the phone's going to ring if it's a cell phone. Nice. <laughs> it's going to ring, yeah. That's great. <laughs> <laughs>